Yo, welcome to another episode of Uncensored Life with the Saunders. It's your favorite uncensored couple. I'm your boy, Chase. You know, I'm just so used to you saying Chase A6 out there, you know. That's why you got to look at me because... I realized I'm not in gamer mode. I'm in podcast mode, so... I was trying to tell you that... (laughs) 35 episodes ago, but you still kept saying it, so it throws me off. So, I'm Nicole, because, you know, he's straight for his identity on us. Yes. I'm identifying as Chase today. I don't have time. (laughs) So, what juicy news Uh -uh. do we have today? We have tons of juicy news, but you had some things that you want to get off your chest. Well, only had them once you came to that. I was because I was pretty sure you had these in your notes. I mean, it, these. I mean, the stories have been all over the place. First of all, what you're not gonna do is come for me. That's what you're not gonna do. But I did know about both topics. Okay, so. Introduce the first topic. So, um, we all know that the Winter Olympics are going on right now. Mm -hmm. And um, we know that um, we're not getting fair and equal treatment per usual. Mm -hmm. So... You, you want to go into it? I thought you well, I don't know the specifics. Okay, so. So, so we know that during the, um, was it Summer Olympics? I think, yeah. Um, Shakari had some things going on personally in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, her mama died. Her mother died. Um... And she was caught with marijuana in her system. Which, by the way, does nothing to enhance you as a performer. Let's just get that out the way, but continue. Yes. Um, It actually slows you down. Um, Definitely does. And she was suspended for a period of time, which caused her to miss out on the opportunity of competing in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we have an ice skate, a Russian ice skater, um, Camilla Valiva, um, who tested positive for. Not only is it a like steroid, it's a band, like it's a band, it's drug. a band it's a, substance, right? Yeah. It's a it's a performing enhancement drug, and um, oh. well, yeah, because it, it enhances the performance of your heart, right? That well, that's the point of steroids. Well, most athletes take steroids, steroids to improve their performance. Well, you know, everybody was wondering, <laughs> like this, I do remember, everybody was wondering, well. If it works, because it's like what they, because everyone's saying, well, what does a fifth, a, 
a young 15 year old have to do of like what benefits can she get from taking a medication that helps your heart well i found out that it helps you if, if, if you don't need it the way it helps you is it makes you how i'm trying to say this you don't get tired as quick like when you're training so she's able to train for long periods of time longer than usual on this medication pretty much so, so stamina i should say stamina yes um and she's allowed to compete in the winter olympics and she um, which is crazy it's like she's in the same position that shikari was as far as um likelihood to win um she is trying to say that she feels like she may have ingested it by accident that apparently like she's throwing it on her father <laughs> basically and saying that you know maybe she sipped some of his water or whatever well, by accident and wait so she's trying to put it on her father yeah because from what i heard it was her grandfather's grandfather. medication there we go yes grandfather father grandfather it's all stupid yeah it is it's, it's dumb like it, it it's just of course so like it's I just said, a cover like with the right because what i said with the shikari incident is that you know a lot of people were saying that you know well we is legal it's not legal everywhere but this drug is banned everywhere the olympics have strict rules about drug usage um which is why which is why um simone had to to bow out of her um finishing off the Olympics because she takes um I for uh I forgot what her can like she basically is something for mental health um I think she has like ADHD um and she was allowed to have a certain amount of the medication but if she needed additional medication then that would have been going against the rules which is why she pulled out to deal with her mental health um and to stay on her regimen so um the fact like there's so many levels to this the fact that this girl is able to continue to compete um when a drug that is banned has been found in her system is like there's no rhyme or reason to it like i don't care about her age i don't care about the like this is a pretty big oops, you know. It's not like and trace amounts. It's like, like if it were trace amounts, I could possibly someday consider that you and, and, and slipped up on your granddaddy's. Like first, I don't know right. who's who, sharing who fluids with the granddaddy. Yeah, like that's crazy. That's crazy. So this is my thing, and I'm all with Shakira because she's like show me the difference like there is no difference Besides, except she's white exactly like you know i i was going through something with the loss of my mother and this is why i did it and i owned up to it and i still had the punishment to the highest extent whereas she's not even owning up to the fact that she did this she's trying to put this off on another family member 
and y'all don't even like slap her on the wrist. Like, no, yo, this is what should be done. This, this, this is okay. Y'all get ready because I'm about to go on a rant. So this is where I have the problem with it. So like you said, not only is she not owning up to it, she's trying to throw it off on another family member who has nothing to do with the Olympics or her sport. So th- this is probably don't even know what's going on. This this is where it gets fucked up for me. Like this is where I now have the problem. So not only is she not getting banned, not only did she continue to play, but I read because I was reading an article about it. I was reading the news about it, and the Olympic Committee, whoever the spokesperson was speaking on behalf of this was trying to, you know, say what the differences was and saying that it wasn't as bad as Shakara. And I'm sitting here reading this shit like, nigga, is you serious? Like, is you serious? How? So I just hate how the, the this person speaking on behalf of the Olympics committee, he was defending her as if she was a fucking victim. And I'm sitting here like, yo, is you fucking serious? A banned substance that helps her train longer than the average athlete. Harder, perform better. When you had someone who smoked, and the thing is, somehow, Shakara had brought up the point that how y'all managed to catch my shit so damn early. No, not that it's not that they call her shit early, but. As soon as it, as soon as they found out about her test result, boom, they put it out there immediately. When they found out about this girl's test result, it took them months to put it out. Why? Like, because that's the thing. Like, if they had, uh, because the thing about um, Shakara is that. By them putting it out immediately, they had no choice with her um, but to put it out immediately in order for her to not be able to make it to the Olympics because it was so close to performance time. With this situation, the issue is that if they had have put this out immediate they had no intentions of punishing her because if they had put this out immediately and given her the same kind of punishment that they gave Shakara, she still would be able to perform but they just plain did not want to punish her at all no they didn't you know what you know what i find just just two coincidence coincidence Whatever y'all know what I'm trying to say is that the little he's still trying is that the girl is Russian. The fucking girl is Russian, and we all know that some of these higher ups within our government have some type of connections with the Russians. How convenient. But- Even though if she was American. I still feel like she would have still got the same treatment though. Right. Cause I I just it's just it's just sad that it's 2022 and racism is still not even yeah. like y'all like y'all don't even hide it no more. It's just in plain sight. Like y'all just don't give a fuck anymore. I don't think 
was ever hidden. Well, um, yeah, we just didn't have social media. You're right. Right. Like, they made, they always made it abundantly clear that their hatred <laughs> runs real deep with us. Like, I don't, I, I don't think that it was a well kept secret. Um, it's, it's just crazy, man. It, it, uh, whatever. It, it's just crazy. But yeah, that, that story has just been pissing me off. So, um, as we were discussing this podcast, um, my husband said he wants to talk about Kim Porter. And I'm like, what? Why do we want to talk about Kim Porter? Like, what's going on with that? I miss because the only Kim Porter I know is um, deceased. Because um, her name is Kim Potter. Oh, Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Potter Porter. Not well, the same thing. I, I, I re- like, replaced the T with an R. I mean, I was like, what happened? Like, she's deceased. Um, I know, you know, that's the great love of Diddy's life while we discuss and how I was really trying to figure it out. But um, Kim Potter, the ex-officer that's convicted of fatally shooting Dante um, Wright because um, she allegedly um, mistook her <laughs> service revolver and her taser. She got those mixed up. I don't know how. Um, I really don't know how. She was sentenced to two years in prison. Now, not only is the two years like a slap in the face because it's two years, but it's not even the minimum sentence for the crime that she's being sentenced for. Um, Which is fucking... Okay, so... So, wait, before we dive too deep into this, what state is this that that this took place? Um, I feel like it's near to us because I know that he was actually from Chicago, but he... Um... So, I asked that to say this. So, remember I was telling you the story about the truck driver who brakes gave out on him? Mm-hmm. And... He caused an accident and killed someone mm-hmm. because of this. Mm-hmm. And they gave him like, what did I tell you they gave him? Like a hundred and something years, right? Because according to Texas, I think this happened in Texas. Wherever it happened at, this was the state minimum for that crime. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me he accidentally caused vehicular death and he gets a hundred and something years this chick who's supposed to be a professional a a a veteran to serve and protect can't tell the difference so she say between her service loaded weapon and a taser and she only got two years which isn't even the minimum Oh, okay. No, go go figure. It's fucking Minnesota. They ain't been able to get shit right lately. So, Can I have some more chicken? Oh, she for real wants some more chicken. So I y'all she need a whole bird. Um, so she was convicted two months ago. She was just sentenced today. Um, she was convicted of both first and second degree manslaughter. Yeah. 
Okay, give me a sec. And um, the prosecutors requested seven years and two months. Um, and of course, her attorneys argued a lesser sentence. They were trying to get her probation um, because she has no prior criminal record. Like, okay, who cares? Right. Pookie and them had no prior record and they got more time for weed. Before like, it was legal. My thing is, is that we have minimums for a reason. They fit the crime. So it's like, I don't care whether, the, like, are we going to give her another chance to kill another black man? Like, why, why do we care? So I should just get a slap on the wrist because I wake up one day and decide that I want to kill somebody versus the fact that I, uh... Every Thursday, I decided to kill somebody like you killed a man. And um, his mother, um, unfortunately, had to, you know, she had to give her statement. And she, um, she was telling her, like, I can't forgive you because this whole time, and she refers to her as the defendant on purpose because she was like, I can't forgive the defendant you this whole time. You've never said my son's name. You just keep referring to him as the driver like he wasn't a person. Like you don't realize what you took from me. So you're not even remorseful. And you get a slap on the wrist because this is the first time that you've done this? Just like the guy in Texas. That was his first time killing somebody with a semi. Which wasn't his like his brakes gave in. Right, which wasn't like that. That's not on him. Like if Right, you, that's not on him. That's definitely but you on the company. Grab your service weapon. That's on you. You're a trained cop this weapon and this taser is You're on you every day cop that trains other cops you had an officer in training that you were training mm. with you that night mm. see this is the first time i'm hearing those details like that's even worse like yeah she's been an officer i want to say um for yeah, she was an officer for 26 years. So she she was one of the training officers, and she had a trainee with her on the night that she killed Dante Wright. That's, that's just unexcusable. Like, I really, I don't understand how you, you, you mistake your service weapon for a taser. And it's not like you was being shot at. Like, that's the crazy part. Like, I can see if, like, you was under fire. It was an entire shootout. You fearing for your life. And, you like, to think the quickly. whole scene is just chaotic. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. You was the only one with a weapon between her and Dante. You was the only one with a weapon. So there was no reason for you to fear for your life. No. Like, and cops kill me with that. Yeah. I fear for my life. But, nigga, you the only one with the weapon, though. And under Minnesota law, an offender convicted of two or more charges from the same act is sentenced to their most serious conviction, which would be the first degree. And the maximum penalty for first degree manslaughter 
um, predicated on reckless use handling of a firearm is 15 years in prison and or a $30,000 fine. However, under the state sentencing guidelines, a judge has the discretion to sentence convicted offenders with no prior criminal history, like Porter, to between roughly six and eight and a half years in prison. Wow. So, um, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison asked Chu to impose the presumptive sentence of 86 months in a sentencing memo filed on Tuesday. That sentence, he wrote, would reflect the seriousness of the loss of Wright's life, as well as Porter's culpability in causing Wright's death. Um, so, but how do we get from the max being... 15 to the minimum being 6 to 8 and she to only her only exactly uh, seems about white that's all I'm gonna say um so The last time we spoke to you guys, it was Valentine's Day, and we were supposed to, you know, come back with an episode, and um, I knew we weren't going to get it done Valentine's night, so even, you know, or the day following, because we were so tired, but um, of course, we all heard about Nick Cannon releasing a song. Um, everybody was trying to say that he was trying to get back with Mariah. Mariah's response to the song was to post a picture of her, her, her man from Valentine's Day. Um, Nick has to explain, you know, that he, he knows that he messed up and he knows that he can't go back home. And I think we all know that he knows that he can't go back home because, I mean, he jokes about it and people make jokes about it on a regular basis. Like, Mariah's not here for that. But what I did not know, because I keep telling y'all that we, we need to um, come together and not only pray for Kanye West, but to also find him a mental health um, care provider that can come visit him swiftly. What I did not know is that this man loaded up a whole truck of roses with a sign that I, the sign basically telling Kim that you know he wants his family back he's broken up with um, his girlfriend and he is fully committed to um getting his family back he loaded up because you know they next door neighbors thanks to him um so he loaded up this truck and um put a little message on the side of it pulled up to the house to let him know that he can see clearly now and spelled it with a k uh, 
the error of his ways and he wants his family back. Oh, that's Kanye. Sit your ass down, my nigga. Like, let Pete Davidson have her, okay? Like, just be the best co-parent you can be and keep it moving, yo. Like, just, just let that shit go, yo. For real. Focus on your music, man. Let that shit go. So, you know, back to Nick. Nick said that, you know, Kanye should be on a remix to the song that he released. Um, he gonna throw Rhyme Thick on there. Like, they they just gonna um, sing it out. But, yeah, the message on the side of the truck was, my vision is crystal clear. Both C words with the K. Um, who I am rooting for, however, is Lamar O. Okay? Lamar yeah. is on Big Brother pledging his undying love on a daily basis to Chloe. Like, he misses her. He misses the family. He's talking about the little nickname, Lammy, that they gave him. Like, there's not an episode, a moment, a thought process that goes by, like, even in gameplay. But this man does not mention Chloe and how he messed up and how he just want to take her out to dinner. So I just want to say right now, Chloe, if you listen, just let Lamar take you to dinner. He's sorry that he almost died on you, that he had like 45 strokes and heart attacks and all of that stuff that he put you through. And he just, he just wants his family back. He wants you back. And the baby and your mama and your sisters and uh, Scott's ass. He wants all of y'all back. He's here for the whole package Kardashian deal. He he didn't try it out here in these streets. Um, it's not for him. He needs his family back. Um, Lamar, <laughs> sit your tall ass down, okay? Forget Chloe. Mm-mm. Sit he your can't. ass down. He cannot. He'd have been find out here you in the streets. A beautiful black. No, queen. he'd have had a beautiful. Okay. Well, first of all, the first one was for the streets. And then, you know, then he was with Cardi Red. And, you know, she changes her face every five seconds. So I'm sure she would have made her face look like whatever Lamar wanted it to look like. She could have been the black Chloe Kardashian, but that's not what he wants. He found his soulmate. He messed it up. He wants his good thing back. At the very least, he just wants to take her out to dinner and apologize. He wants to shoot his shots, okay? So I'm here for it because he 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 done been out here in these streets. He sees that there's nothing there. Again, Mm-mm. Lamar, sit your basketball playing ass down, okay? Not just last week, he was like, Chloe, just take him back. Now you sitting up here cutting up. Yes, just just sit down, man. Mm-hmm. Lamar, mm-hmm. sit down. Focus on your mental health and bettering yourself, okay? And Kanye, 
You just sit your ass down somewhere and don't touch nothing. No, Kanye <laughs> is the one that needs to focus on his mental health and finding somebody to 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 walk him through, talk him through his demons, find some people that he's okay with telling him no because that's his biggest problem. He does not like to hear the words no, and if you tell him no, he's going to distance himself. I don't think there's any hope for Kanye. You know why? Because the only person that can get his ass in line. Was his mama? Yes. And she's not here. Yes. So Which is Kanye why... is out here doing whatever the hell he want, saying whatever the hell he want, and can't nobody check this nigga but Donda West. Well, can we get a medium in to connect him with his mama, so that she can tell him that he needs to have several seasons to go see his nearest mental health official, like something? Can we get uh, Tyler Henry? She he's the medium to the stars. Call him up, let him send all the messages from Donda to Kanye to get him to the nearest mental health care advocate because that's what he needs. Like he he needs somebody that is going to talk to him, tell him no, tell him um you look crazy, let's figure this out. Cause Yes, his mother was the only one that could check him. She's the main source of his issues because he feels guilty that she's not here because he he figures that she wouldn't have had the money nor the desire to um, get the surgery if he were not who he was and in the public eye. If they were still in Chicago and she was still just a professor, she wouldn't have thought or had the desire or the means to get the surgery and then he paid for it so he has a lot of guilt to deal with with her death so if he needs to talk to a medium to get him to go to a mental health facility then let's call somebody up we need Kanye ass to do what we about to do and that's take a break okay and go have a couple of seats. Mm-mm. When he take a break, he think about Kim. So, oh my God! <laughs> hey guys, you about to take a break? We'll be back with more uncensored news from your favorite uncensored couple. And we're back. Welcome back to uncensored life with the uncensored Saunders. Was the drum problem necessary? They couldn't hear it. I know, but I could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> he had to. <laughs> hey. You needed some motivation? Yes, I'm, I'm running my fumes a little bit. Okay. Still trying to stream. So, we didn't get to talk to the people about the halftime show. Yo, bet. Let's dive into Dre Day. I keep telling y'all, okay, that I'm real, real, like, super proud of that boy from Marcy, okay? Um, Everybody had something to say about him getting this seat at the table. They wanted to call him Uncle Tom. Um, we wouldn't have had Super Bowl halftime show the way we had it had he not taken the seat at the table. This and was we the- might not get it the way we had it again. 
because of some things that well, went on. Of all, yeah. Well, <laughs> Auntie Who, um, because this is the first time that hip hop artists have ever headlined the um halftime show and the entire show at that. Um the entire 12 minutes. Well, they were only supposed to be 12 minutes, but it was a nice 13, and I'm glad for the bonus time. Uh, I don't know why you're looking at me, because I ain't touched a little raggedy cup. You know I ain't touched a little raggedy cup. That was all you. Um, no chaser. So, we had... <laughs> First of all, we had an unruly bunch because they were all told not to do stuff that they did. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Marshall Mathers uh, has never been someone that followed the rules and they told him that he could, he wanted to, everybody said that he was kneeling to support Colin Kaepernick, but the real reason behind his kneeling was to pay tribute to Tupac because mm-hmm. Tupac was there in spirit and I was here for it. Um and they told him he couldn't do that, and he did what Eminem does. He did it anyway. Um, like <laughs> they told Snoop that he couldn't wear a blue bandana because of his gang affiliation, and he was like, Ha-ha, "I'll up the ante and wear a whole blue bandana tracksuit, okay? Sweats, all of it, okay? Yeah, That's what I'm yeah, going to do." Took some pus before his performance. But that's the thing, like like somebody said, it it, it would have been news breaking if he didn't have some puffs before his performance. The fact that y'all saw him taking puffs before his performance is not breaking news. I just thought maybe he would have just did that in the back, not literally knelt down right before the performance. He's no, what you gonna do? Especially like he clear. Because nobody didn't put some cuffs on him. He clearly was in a state where it was legal. So I'm just saying. We've legalized weed, okay? Which to Snoop means that I ain't got to do this in no back room. I can smoke my weed just like you smoke your cigarette. That That's what he said to Snoop. You ever seen someone smoke a cigarette right before a halftime performance? The... And the reason is is because it was probably a white person. The only reason that we've seen the footage of Snoop smoking is because the people that were upset by that performance want to make a point. And we all just saying, what's your point? Because it would have been news if he didn't smoke. I knew he was going to have a smoke. Like if the, it, I didn't think it, it was going to be, be news if that whole arena didn't smell like smoke. Yeah, nah. This is Snoop we're talking about. So that would be news if they didn't smell it in the air like that. That would be news. The fact that we have footage and he did it, that's not news. Y'all just didn't like what y'all saw. News y'all okay to with me. y'all okay with watching the Negroes throw the pigskin around, but y'all not okay with the Negroes being on y'all stage. There was no Negroes throwing the pigskin around because both their quarterbacks was white. But you know the point. There was some Negroes on the field, right? Because you sounded real Uncle Tom right now. You want I mean, to I ain't, I mean, I ain't got Snoop no, I ain't got no problem with Uncle Snoop. I know what Now you want to sit up here and be all technical just, just about the positions of the plays. I just felt like he should have just did it like in the in the dressing but room right before he came to I'm the stage. To you. 
Like it's never the that serious that you need two tokes right before performing. The only reason we're seeing this is because of who he is. This I'm I would guarantee that this has happened before. Hell, one of these white performers probably did a line before they got on the stage. But because they were white, yes. we don't the, see this. In the, the, the backstage. No, I'm sure that a white performer. I'm sure. Look, I ain't got no problem what with, what, with Snoop taking no damn puffs before the show. I just ain't think he was going to do it right there on the stage hiding like he out like he out in a cold Chicago winter on break trying to get a couple puffs before he go back in for the rest of his shift. Like, I didn't think he was going to do it literally right there on and stage. I'm saying to you is that the only reason that we saw it, because this isn't the first time it's been done, the only reason we saw it is because of who has a problem. The same way they did Janet when it was very clear that Justin Timberlake is the one that pulled the boob out. Did nobody come for Justin? They all came for Janet. It's the same thing. Like, none of this is new. Like, hell, just months prior to the whole nipple gate, Diana Ross was sitting up here playing with Lil' Kim's nipple on the MTV stage. And nobody said anything. But because of who these people are and because of who's upset by their performance and their presence and what they consider their world of family-friendly... Tell it, first of all, first of all, I don't know who told y'all, you know, that families... Uh, yeah, they talking about the Super Bowl like it's Thanksgiving dinner. Like families come out and they gather to to see, you know, people performing the Super Bowl and this and that. And that's that's not really what happens, but okay. Like yeah, yeah, man, go off. Um, but find something else to talk about because this is Snoop. Like we knew what we was getting, with the exception of my husband. Clearly, he didn't know what he was getting. But we knew what we was, was getting, getting when you put Snoop Dogg on the stage. I didn't know. I knew. I knew Snoop was gonna be on stage high. Just ain't think he's gonna get on stage puffing. He wasn't on the stage puffing, and like I yes, said, he was. I didn't see no puffs on that stage. I mean, no, not while he was performing. So that's but I'm saying what right I mean. before he performed. Exactly. So yeah, I'm not. But that's what I'm saying. I'm okay. Well, not so I think getting off. I think you're getting off topic. So that so the the discussion isn't. The weed that wasn't supposed to be the discussion. The discussion was supposed to be the black excellence minus Marshall that was on the First stage, of all, one Marshall, of the biggest stages. We engaged Marshall a black card, okay? Yeah, but I'm he just saying he's he not black the... excellence though. He he's still white. Let's let's chill for a second. He invited to the cookout, but you can't bring nothing. And you can't play spades. I right? chill out. I'm sure Marshall can play spades. <laughs> so where you was going with it was the black excellence. Like we've never seen nothing like this. Like you said, Jay-Z, he came in. We had no idea what the fuck he was doing with the NFL. A lot of people was quick to criticize him. And this is the fruits of his labor. This is what he's been working at. Because if you ask me, 
despite not being able to sync the music up with the lips because of where I was watching it at. To me, oh, because I was like, I definitely <laughs> did not have that problem. I was crip walking. To me, it was definitely like besides like I want to say like MJ, and I would even put MJ second. This has to be like the best halftime show ever, because like it it's be disrespectful to Prince. Um. This. Like you've never seen this many rappers on a Super Bowl halftime We've show. You've never seen rappers as the headline period in history. Um, like if you've had an artist that has had a collaboration with the rapper, they come out and possibly do a snippet of their verse, but that is it. Like we've never had a rapper receive an invitation and accept an invitation to perform the Super Bowl. And this just goes in line with the messaging that not only Jay-Z, but Tyler Perry has been saying for years, like it is time for, cause I feel like it's a part of the slave mentality is a time for black people to stop sitting and kneeling at the feet of white people asking for crumbs or a portion of a seat at their table and make tables for ourselves. Like the, if Jay-Z did not make this move, the NFL was, we weren't going to get this halftime show, period. Period. Mm -mm. Period. Mm -mm. Sure wasn't. Because, I mean, do they throw, have they thrown us crumbs of giving us black artists in the halftime show? Of course. Absolutely. But, but they're was never white rappers. approved, um, passable pop, pop, R&B type artists. Yeah. We've never. None of the lyrics we heard <laughs> last and Sunday. never, I, okay, first of all, never have I seen, ever have I seen even though the Super Bowl is always inside of the Black History Month, have I ever seen them do the Black National Anthem? And we started the show with Mary Mary doing the Black Na National Anthem. I've never seen that in spite of the fact that every single year that the Super Bowl has donned television, it has been held in Black History Month. I've never seen it. I mean, I feel like everybody is starting to slowly realize. They did, you know, pull the whole all y'all black people look alike when they said Janae o Oko's name and they put Michelle, I don't even know her last name, Michelle's face across the screen like um Essence Child Michelle? No. It's another, it's a, she's a Grammy Award winner artist that I'm not familiar with, but her first name is Michelle, but they put her, because she was supposed to be performing after Janae, and they put her picture up and put Janae's name underneath. Hmm. Like, we don't all look alike. Those two definitely don't look anything alike. Hmm. But yeah, it was, it was something special. That was a legendary performance. Dre did his thing. Snoop did his thing. Uh, fifty came out looking like a whole dollar fifty, hanging upside down. You know, it's a meme that says none of y'all is the same weight when that song came out. Not just fifty. So, 
first of all, 50 is 50. enjoying no, 50 is enjoying it. He says that he knows that we're coming for him because he knows that we know that he can get that way off whenever. So he is laughing along with these jokes. So he came out because I didn't recognize him upside down at first because I like I like ever I, I didn't at first because he was upside down in his face his face did not look who else who else did you think it was though hell it could have been a I knew who song you act like I said I didn't know whose song it was I knew whose song it was it could have been a dancer that they, I mean they was sitting up there messing up labeling black people wrong so they could have zoomed in on a dancer when they yeah, meant to zoom saying, in on you, him have you never never seen the in the club video you messing my whole point because you trying to make it seem like i don't know what 50 cent look like <laughs> no, no i'm not saying that you don't know what you I like, said just... for a second like you act like i sat up there through the whole damn performance and didn't know who this man was i knew who curtis jackson was it just took me a minute because I'm not used to say like he's usually like solid. Like first of all, he people are coming for him like he looked like Pillsbury Doughboy. That wasn't it. Like he, the bustles are bigger. It's just a little a little, little bit of fluff on top of those muscles. That's it. That's it. But you want to come for me like I just said. I don't know who Curtis. 50 cent yes, not, yes it is that's not how i'm yes it is you fans. just said he was upside down so it took you a minute it's and a i'm just saying minute. like with him being upside down and the song that was playing like you ain't know that was him the dancers could have been upside down too like i said no because in his like, video that's how he i know that's how he is in his video but everything was not identical to the video and being upside down was. yes that's it see See, this is why I'm high because you always making mountains out of molehills. So another thing about the Super Bowl that I'm I'm not like that I'm not liking is nothing to do with the Super Bowl, but the reactions after the Super Bowl. You know, a couple of people talking about some oh Kendrick Lamar is legendary now. Uh, he don't have to put out another album, and he, he don't he don't ever he don't ever have to put out another album, and he would still be a legend. It's like nigga, I've been saying since he came out that he was one of the coldest. Like a nigga got to perform at the Super Bowl for y'all to think the same thing. Like, like do not people not listen to music the right way anymore? See, it, it just depends on like what your timeline is looking like, and you. Have a timeline of like-minded people, um, cause down my, like not down my timeline, cause you know, I, not many people have said much about Kendrick. The one thing that was said was like, why you sitting up there trying to disinvite Eminem from the cookout is that Kendrick was the one person that. Like, I understand how he fits in, but they just don't feel like that was his moment, his crew to be with. Because, I mean, we was going, the vibe was real old school, and then you had Kendrick. So they was like, 
Kendrick looked like he was on stage with his aunties and uncles. Nah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that one. It's a like, yes, because you're a huge Kendrick Lamar fan, but like, and you feel like Kendrick is a legend. Um, but like, there, there was a generational difference. Nah, I don't get that one. Uh, yeah, you don't get that <laughs> one because you're a Kendrick fan. Um, I mean, the generational difference, of yes. course. Dre, Mary. Yes, that's all the people were saying M, when nobody comes for them super Kendrick hard, Lamar, but... but I'm just saying, though, like, I bet you everybody knew what he was singing, though. Was no generational difference then. It could have been there. There could have been people at home that grew up with Stoop and Trey and Fifty and M and Mary that had no idea what. Well, I'm gonna say this: if you grew up with Dre, if you're a Dre Dre fan, there's no way you don't know who Kendrick Lamar is. I will say that. Wow. Because Dre vouches and stands behind Kendrick Lamar. Like, Dre would tell Snoop you Kendrick Lamar. vouches for uh, Bow Wow, but that don't mean that everybody that knows Snoop knows Bow Wow. But I bet you the people that know Snoop know Kendrick Lamar more than they know Bow Wow. <laughs> don't even get me started on You know what? Don't right. Because yeah, 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 I could have a whole episode on Bow Wow. So let's not even go there. Right. I'm not a hater. I just wow. nigga just whack yo. Um, <laughs> nigga be doing too much. Uh, no, that's ICDC. They be doing too much. But congratulations to him for having his first child. Who? Romeo. Romeo had a child. <laughs> yeah. Woo. I don't know. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He announced the uh, birth of his child this week. Um, no one knew anything until, you know, he announced that this baby was born. But, yes, he he announced that he had a child. Um, Chili and Dallas Austin's son announced that he was engaged. So, um, for the whole growing up hip hop situation, it's been a busy week. Hmm. I know you have a child, though. Yeah, no one did. Like, he was like, you know, it's been hard keeping this under wraps. So, it was an announcement for us all. Uh, but he, he has a daughter now. He is officially a girl dad. And, um, I wonder if she get free uh, tuition to ICDC. <laughs> like, I'm just wondering, like, do she get to go for free? Like, pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> ICDC College. <laughs> if, you know, if they exist by the time young Miller takes herself to college, I'm pretty sure she'll get a full ride. And um, they start carrying rap snacks and bleach on campus. 
I'm sure it'll be a very enjoyable moment. Um, some some news that broke this week that I can't. Well, there's a few things that I can't wrap my mind around. First of all, Wendy Williams um, has been issued a I think a um, so Wendy Williams you know, has stepped away. Well, she didn't step away uh, from her show. She's been removed from her show for quite some time now. But um, over this past week, she um, has had a case filed against her by... um, well, she filed a case against Wells Fargo. She filed. <laughs> so Wells Fargo is trying to protect the money that Wendy Williams basically has left post um, Kevin Hunter. And so they have filed a restraining order against her. I didn't even know a bank could do that. Um, Basically trying to deny her access to her money, saying that she is um, incapacitated and she needs um, guardianship. Um, There's not a lot of information besides that about this case because um, they've decided to seal the court documents but like I said I didn't know a bank could file a restraining order against you to uh, stop you from utilizing your own money like they're, they're, they say that they're doing it to protect her which I can understand because like I said she has been taken off her show for quite some time trying to deal with whatever mental health issues she has going on right now and they're trying to make sure that once she is healthy and of right mind that she still has money in the bank and this does not sit well with her so she right because y'all fucking bank (laughs) y'all not my therapist y'all not my social worker y'all not my mama like this my money like how the fuck you gonna stop me from getting my money if I was Wendy Williams' boy, the first chance I get, I'm taking every goddamn dime out that motherfucking bank. And what putting it under your mattress? So it, it's better thing. than putting it in Wells Fargo these days, because Wells Fargo be having all type of security breaches and and fucked up shit going on. But my thing is, is that if their claims are legit, that they're trying to do this to protect to protect me, okay? If you feel like. I'm going to go and take my money and burn it. And then once I get better, I don't think coming. Because that's the thing. Not only are they protecting her, but they're protecting themselves. Because they know that there's something mentally going on with her. That's visible to everybody that has, like, had any, I don't know, any, uh, anyone. Like, you don't even have to be a fan of Wendy Williams because I'm definitely... Not a fan of her, um, nor do do I watch her show, but I still know that there have been co-hosts going in and out of the show. 
So there's clearly something mentally going on with her. And so you have, so being devil's advocate and thinking of it from both sides, when Wendy complete, because she's been in treatment for a while, when she completes treatment and she is of sound mind and body and she has no money because they didn't do this, then she's going to want to sue them then too. But you can't you can't sue the bank because you took out your own money though. She ain't gonna try. She could try to say that you know the bank knew because clearly, clearly something has occurred that gives the bank ramifications to say that they are aware that something is going on with her mentally and that she needs some kind of help. So for that to be in place, there has to be some kind of paper trail documents. There has to be proof of this. So for them to take the stance that we are trying to protect her by keeping her money in this bank, she can then come back when she is saying, if there is no money in the bank and say, you know what? The bank was aware that I was having mental issues and that I was not of sound mind and body when I was spending these large amounts of money and they she can go after the bank. So Wells Fargo is taking the stance that they are trying to protect their customer, but in reality, they're trying to protect themselves because Thank you. she can come. I was waiting for you to get to, well, no, because you sound like you ain't on the track I'm going on. Continue. Because, because their customer when she gets her mind right, can come after them if they allow her access to this money to just do whatever. I don't... Wells Fargo is not telling her that she can't have money to take care of herself, to tend to herself, to make sure that her bills are okay. Um, But they are saying, you're not finna sit up here and have a bonfire because you're having a Kevin moment. And then when you are back to your senses. Be like, why y'all let me do that? No, no, no. Wells Fargo ain't trying to protect her. You're right. They is trying to protect themselves, but not from getting sued because ain't nobody really banking with y'all niggas no more. So y'all need to keep the, the couple of high-profile motherfuckers y'all got. First of all, people are banking with Wells Fargo in the house um, invested in them. Oh no, oh no, you invested in them. Oh no, take that out, invest that somewhere else. Because how are you gonna protect somebody and you can't even protect your own goddamn self? Y'all stay, y'all security breach, y'all stay with a security breach. Y'all got to be the most unsecured bank I've ever heard of. Motherfucking TCF had better security than them. Nah, you lying. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, I are. swear to God, I'm not. First of all, I swear to God, I'm not. You know how many times Wells Fargo has been breached? Not enough for people to stop banking with them or for their um their value to stop increasing. Now, TCF not only said like they steal from their customers. They swindle their customers. I know TCF they... ain't shit, but I'm just that's just the extremes I'm going to mm-hmm. to comparing them to TCF because mm-hmm. especially with their security, Wells Fargo security is trash. 
if I'm pretty sure there's a hacker right now that if he wanted to, it would not be hard for him at all to breach their shit right now and completely fuck them over. Like, their security is garbage. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Going real hard, yeah. <laughs> Cause yo, I never, I, I, I don't like that bank, yo. They, they, they trash, yo. What did they do to you? Nothing. They just trash. But does it sound real personal? <laughs> but hey, we got to We got to take a quick break. I'm gonna go release some steam about Wells Fargo, and we will back. be back. <laughs> and we're back guys welcome back to uncensored life with your favorite uncensored couple i'm done talking about wells fargo now are you sure yeah before big brother come get me (laughs) i mean because you already came from russia so i don't even want to sleep next to you um Jesus, that's all I got to say about that. Um, it's called a censor for a reason. Yeah, we had a censor. I don't know why you're gonna come from nobody wants to come from Russia. Um, it's good, no damn Russian. He's he gonna be sleeping by himself. Goddamn, United States um, of America. Nobody's getting no damn Russia. Here we go. Here we go. Here. We go. Okay. Cause one minute. On the ground. I don't understand you. You hit me by itself. Um another piece of news that is boggling my mind. Um supposed to do that was I had a week. Is um the Bob Saget's um, autopsy results revealed that he had um, head trauma. Um, So the actual doctor that performed the autopsy basically was trying to say that he probably took a a tumble. hit some ceramic tiles, whatever. Mm. Didn't think anything of it and went to sleep. Whereas um, other doctors who have seen the report or seen what has been released so far said that it's more consistent with someone striking him. Um and not just like a simple fall. Um, they do agree that there are times that a brain incident can cause um, other areas of the brain to be affected. And if they go untreated, um, could end in death. But um, the consensus is that with the, cause they, they're saying that he was struck 
in the back of the head, which is why the original doctor is saying that he probably like fell in the bathroom or whatever, but he has some damage to frontal areas of his brain. So um, his family right now is in the process of suing um, the medical examiner um, because of the fact that this information was leaked to the public. Mm. so I just I don't know I feel like when I when I heard the report and um, I'm not a doctor but I do have a little bit of medical background so instantly when I heard um, about the damages um my thought was that he was struck. It's just, but it, it. I don't know. Well, I don't think we're ever going to get the answers to this. It's basically mm-hmm. the thing. I don't think that we're going to get the answers. Because the... At least not the right answers, the, the truthful answers. Right, because it, it, it seems like the family is fine with what they've been told. And they just want to leave it at that and go through their grieving process. And um, maybe at some point they'll want to revisit this and dig deeper. Um, Maybe not. But as it stands, I don't think that we'll ever know um, what really happened. You know... I'm not a doctor, but I got a little bit of medical background. And it's just sad. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And I just hate that we just can't let people rest in peace. Like, whether he took a tumble, whether he was struck, does not bring him back, does not change the fact that, you know, our full house father is gone so just let his family have closure like stop with all the what ifs and uh you know theories like he's gone let, let, let his soul rest in peace and let his family have peace they already have enough going on having to deal with that so why we want to sit here and just keep I don't know. So I, for I the family it, aspect of it, I think that's where they are with it. Like, you know, whatever we find out, it's not going to bring him back. So let's just go through our process. Um, but for those that are questioning what the original doctor is saying is more like if, like, because they keep emphasizing that there was no drugs, no um, alcohol in his system. So like, no one is trying to come for tarnish Bob Saget in any way. He's still, you know, America's, you know, favorite dad from, you know, Full House. Um, I just think that people handle death and grief in different ways. And for those that are questioning what occurred and trying to figure out what occurred and um, they want someone to blame because, like, he wasn't 
incredibly old. He was only, you know, 63. Um, from all accounts, like, he seemed to be healthy. He had just did a two, three-hour comedy set that night. He was happy, excited to be back on the road because, as we all know, a lot of um, artists, com comedians, entertainers have not been able to tour and perform mm -hmm. um, due to COVID. And so he was excited to be back on the road, back doing what he loves. So to his inner circle, he was in top shape, rare form, ready to go. So... Like I said, people handle grief differently. So his family is in a cacao, let's let it go. Let's go through our process. Whereas there are others like somebody has to pay for this. Somebody has to answer for the fact that he's not here. So if there's another doctor that puts like a little mm, sprinkle out there that there is someone to blame, there is someone to put in front of in front of the executioner for taking Bob away, then we want to know who that person is, why they did it, and punish them to the full extent of the law. I think that's what this is because I mean, of I, who he is. I get that. People always want closure for their loved ones, but I'm just saying with my medical background, I just feel like y'all should just leave this one alone. Trust me, I know. Disgusting. Um, what medical background? <laughs> what medical background? I've been to the hospital a bunch of times. Lies. Okay, Lies. that's my can't medical get you, background. Can't get you to go get checked out. That's Period. my medical background. Yeah, because that was breaking news to me, so I had to know um, where his medical background came from. Um. I thought he was going to say from watching Grey's Anatomy with me. Uh, that's as close to the medical field as it gets since, you know, he, he don't go to the doctor for real. Um, but, yeah, that that it is. Everybody, like I said, they handle grief differently. Um and I feel like people are just looking for somebody to, to blame instead of just processing um, what has occurred. Um, but speaking of performers and getting back to it, um, my Beantown boys started their 30 city tour this week. Um, they were on Tamara Hall um, for an entire hour or so. That was the best hour to me. Um, but they've been together 35 years and they are going on, they are current. Well, this week starts at 36 tour. Um, Kevin Hart has pre sales going for his comedy tour that he is embarking on. Um, I feel like I have a code and I really need to find it because I was looking at the tickets and all the good ones are already gone. Unless you have a code, um, that's the only way you're going to get the good seats. Otherwise, you're going to be all the way at the back of the arena uh, for this one. But everybody is... This last one we went to, we had some pretty good seats. Yeah, those seats are gone. 
unless you have a code. So, uh, needs to get on finding the code to see how much though, because he will, he will be in Chicago for sure, September the twenty third. Um, I'm not sure where his show starts. I know that uh, no editions rehearsals were in Atlanta. Uh, they'll be in Boston uh, a couple of days before they come to Chicago performing in, you know, their hometown for the first time in, uh, I think, a decade, they said. So uh, I'm really looking forward to the show because they have um, Uncle Charlie and Jodeci, and I'm really excited interested i don't even know if excited is the word i'm interested to see um what this jodeci situation looks like because you know only half of jodeci has been outside of a rehab center for the past few years so um or outside of a subway so i'm interested to see how this pans out and i will definitely let you all know i was excited they you know posted the set list on the mirror because they did like a little um behind the scenes look at their rehearsal so i've seen the set list i'm really excited about the show uh i'll I, i'll come back to tell you guys how it went down mm-hmm. i mean god tickets Yes, I was my Christmas present. So I had to go see these whack ass niggas from Boston. First of all, don't come for them. <laughs> don't come for them. Okay. Hey, from your negative woods, okay? Your side of the country. Don't come for them. Mm hmm. That's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. Oh, well, except for it is, you said that I get my little tax form. Let me do what I do, please. I'll do you. Ladies and gentlemen, get your notepads ready. No, I ain't got no buttons. I, like I said, I'm not prepared. Get your uh, notepads ready. Get your W-2s out. Take some notes and get these gems. My baby about to drop. So you guys can squeeze out every dollar y'all can out of the IRS. Okay? Take well, it away. First of all, to squeeze every dollar out of the IRS, you need to contact me at myonestoptaxes.com forward slash R. Nicole Saunders. Uh, we'll, we will post that when we post the video because we were supposed to do that last time. I don't think it's done. Um, but yes, contact me to, and I will maximize your refund. And we still have cash advances up to $6,000. The cash advances pay out um, within 24 hours. So as soon as I submit your file, Within 24 hours, you'll have the cash advance up to $6,000. And of course, it is based on your refund. Um, and there are fees, but that will be discussed. I'm just saying, the people that really need 
TVs and furniture, you better come see her. See if you qualify for this tax events. Cash events. Cash events. Because if you do, you can get your money within 48 hours and go get some shit before these thoughts buy everything up. Because every year, you know these thoughts replace furniture and TVs. I'm just saying, if you the ones that really need it, come holla at them. So, with that being said, um, I do, like, if you if you need your money now, I understand. Go ahead, apply for the cash advance. If you can wait for it, um, I would. It's my you know, money, and I want it now. See, that's a lot of people's um, thought process. Mine is it's my money. I ain't going to pay no extra fees. Um, but the PATH Act, which I mentioned on last show, has been lifted. And that is the hold that the IRS places on all returns that have the earned income credit and the child tax credit. Um, basically, the reason for this hold is that people that use that qualify for the earned income credit and the child tax credit have dependents. And there are uh, filing situations in which um, there are filing situations in which, you know, one parent is able to file the children or um, grandparent, whatever the situation may be. Um, and so they place a hold on your return just so that they can see if anyone else files the same dependents. So that's the reason for the PATH Act to make sure that they're, because it's a long drawn out process if this occurs where two parents that do not live together, do not file together, file the same dependents. It's a long drawn out process to straighten this all out. So to eliminate that process, that's why the PATH Act was put into place but it has been lifted so anyone that has earned income credit or child tax credit you should be starting to see your refunds coming in next week um the irs said by march 1st would be the earliest but they wanted to give themselves a cushion because as i've mentioned before they still have millions of returns from last filing season that um, the refunds have not been paid out. But um, in true tax season fashion, if you go to the Where's My Refund website, um, it, it's crashed. It's broken. It's a ton of people trying to figure out where their bars are. And if you've ever been on the website, it's it's a if you know you know type situation so the where's my refund website is not the best tool right now because like i said it is crashed it is broken there are tons of people on it trying to use it trying to figure out what's going on when the money's coming i've said this for years and it feels like this year is when everyone decides to listen the best thing to do is to set up an irs.gov account if you have one you can log in per usual 
if you don't and you sign up for one now, they're using sign in ID me now um, to set up those accounts. And I say get on extremely early or extremely late because anytime during the day, that site, that site isn't broken, like where's my refund is, but there are delays. And when you go on there, you want to look at your account transcript um, and look for, as far as codes go, code 846. And it'll say refund issued. It'll have the amount of your refund and the date that it is to be direct deposited into your account. Give it a day or two cushion because of just bank processing times um, during this time of the year. But that's how you can find out the status of your refund if you're not able to um, access Where's My Refund. Or if you go to Where's My Refund and it says that they're processing your return, but you won't have any bars. Good stuff. I just want y'all to know, what other podcast can you come get? Entertainment news. World news. And also get help with your taxes. Like, what other podcast is doing that? I don't know one. Do you know one? If you do, let us know. Because I don't know one. You can laugh and then pull out some pen and paper and really get some tax help. That's a win-win if you ask me. Don't you agree? Yeah, it's not a red cup anymore, y'all. It's a little white cup. Oh, my God. Why are you trying to tell the audience of where I prefer my spirits? If they know, they know. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for help. I said helping. See, thanks for been talking about <laughs> Shafanta. Because it's a regular old Kale over here. Kale loves orange salt. I could have been talking about that, but you told the people that I was talking about your spirit intake. Hey guys. And that Belch did too. They heard it. Thank you for hanging out with us. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Oh, one more thing. If you're in <laughs> the area, we have Girl Scout cookies and we are selling them tomorrow from two to four at mm-hmm. tell them about the one next week. Cause by the time this get posted, y'all gonna be long gone. So apparently he's not posting it uh, today. So, but next weekend, we actually have a double header. We have a cookie booth on Saturday and a cookie booth on Sunday. Mm. We will be on Saturday. We will be at the Jewel Osco in Merrill's Park on North Avenue. And then on uh, from three to five. And then on Sunday from 10 to 12, we will be at the Jewels in Westchester. So that's what we have. And then um, after that, we only have one more. And that one is another Jewels. And that Jewels is located. No, we have two more. We have 
the Jewels in Woodridge on Sunday, March 6th, the day after I tell you guys about the new edition concert from 3 to 6, and then the following Saturday, Jewels in Elmhurst from 4 to 7, or basically 4 until we sell out, because that will be the last couple. So we have one tomorrow, one next week Saturday, one next week Sunday, then the following two Saturdays. And you can always go on the Uncensored Life Facebook page and click on a digital link and just have your cookie shipped directly to you if you're not in Chicagoland. All right. So again, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, yeah, if you haven't already, make sure you listen to last week's uh, Power Hour before this week's gets recorded. And uh, stay uncensored, guys. Stay safe. Stay dangerous. Stay uncensored. Why gotta be dangerous? Because if you stay dangerous, motherfuckers gonna fuck with you. Hey, we out, guys. You guys have a great weekend. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know,